0: You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match
1: on the Bet Rivers Network.
0: Hello and welcome along to an extra edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley. I'm looking ahead to Saturday's matches and a couple of late games today on Friday on here on the WTA Tour and the Rome 1000 event. And I'm delighted to say joining me is our WTA Tour handicapper. It's Roy Giovanni. How are you, sir? You are good? Um,
1: I'm okay. Yeah, um, had a couple of disappointments in round two, but I, I'm I feel a little bit like I'm in good company because a couple of really big names went out last night, and and today our our main outright pick, I guess, the, the hot favourite Igor Siatyk was uh, in brutal mode against Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova, winning by a double bagel, um, six love six love, um, and Pavlyuchenkova didn't do. That badly, she didn't play very badly, um, but Sviatse is just she's relentless. She just she gets everything back, and and she hits winners as well. I mean, Rome, what we're seeing is okay. It's obviously not as quick as Madrid. There's not the altitude, but you can hit winners in Rome. It's not a really slow play court event, and Pavlyuchenko hit winners against Sviatse, just not enough of them. And Sviatse, you know, it's kind of it's not boring to watch it's not it's not riveting she's not going to hit winners left right and center and play amazing shots she's just solid gets the ball back her movement is incredible not just her sort of movement around the court but but her feet you know she gets a ball into her body and you look it looks like she might have a bit of trouble but somehow she just readjusts and and gets a full swing at it and she's right back in the point. And she's just incredible to watch. It's a bit like Djokovic on the men's side. Doesn't do anything massively spectacular. will throw out the odd incredible winner now and again. But it's just solid, relentless. And she must be horrible to play against. Must be like water torture because it's just coming straight back at you. It's coming back with spin and slice and pace and all sorts. And she just asks so many questions and... You know, I said even money looked a big price. She'll be, I mean, at the start of the day, she was minus 155, which is about the price she should have been at the start. After the double bagel, she'll be much shorter than that. And as I say, it's very, very hard to see anyone stopping her.
0: I would expect to be around minus $2, $2 $200, minus 200 yeah. I think she's going to I'd be a very so. heavy... Yeah, I think she's... Obviously, that's a, what a statement that is. You said some of the big names went out last night in Rome. Um biggest name that went out last night in Rome was Sean Calvert he's out in Rome he he went out last night he had a couple of Morettis that was you know and he was late this morning to get into the, the, the tennis section <laughs> the difference between Sean Calvert and Nigel Seeley is definitely highlighted there on that statement but uh, Sean is out there in Rome and you can follow his journey on Instagram and on our Twitter page uh, which is at because we win uh, let's talk about the WTA events though today before we go on to tomorrow's matches this will be dropping uh, later on this afternoon so we may have time to talk about two matches on Friday uh, marqueta Vandrosova is up against bianca andrescu uh, Vondrosova is minus 295 andrescu is plus 225 uh, Vondroscova has got a decent record on clay obviously she's done well in the french open before she started off the season very well 4 and 1 uh, bianca andrescu has had some injuries as well hasn't lost hasn't won a game yet on clay um how do you see this one going?
1: Yeah, Von Drusseva made surprisingly heavy weather of her first round match against Kaya Kanepi. She won the first set with a bagel. Been a lot of bagels already this week. Mm. Uh, the Estonian won the second set, um, but then Von Drusseva got it done in the third. Andrescu, she came back, she she injured ankle, ankle ligaments uh, in America, was it? I think it was Miami. Yes, it was Miami. <laughs> it was Miami, wasn't it? <laughs> and then uh, she came back in Madrid. She was a set and three love up against Ziyu Wang. And then the Chinese left-hander came back to win. It, it was quite a late-night encounter. She did so with some powerful ball striking. Um, that was actually Andrescu's first defeat to a left-hander for a very long time. She'd won 12 in a row against lefties since October 2018. She'd beaten the likes of Kerber, Kovitova, hadajmaya last year. Um, I'll talk more about Yu Wang later because she, she's playing tomorrow. But as far as this head-to-head goes... I mean, Zhiyu Wang, she beat Arena Begu in Rome this week, and Begu went well in Madrid. So maybe that defeat doesn't look so that bad. And I think from Drusova's game, don't think there's anything it to really trouble Andrescu. She's not going to send the ball flying past you. It's a late match, so it's probably the slowest conditions of the day. That will probably help the Czech. If Andrescu can keep the error count low, I think she's got a really good chance here just on the sort of styles of play that they have. I'm, I'm actually going to have two bets in this one. Um, I'm going to back Andrescu to win at plus 225. I mean, all the money's been for from Drusova. Andreescu was plus 195 earlier. Her price has gone out. I'm also going to play over two and a half sets at plus 165. I think this is going to be much, much closer than the odds suggest. And I think Andreescu, if she can keep the error count down if she is fully fit, her fitness has let her down so many times in the past, but if she can stay fit in this game, um, I think she's got a really good chance here.
0: Yeah, that match is at 1pm this afternoon. So hopefully this is drops in time that you're able to get that match. And if you want to have a bet, check the Bet Rivers website. There's a handicap there. It's four and a half on the spread. Andreescu is minus 125, receiving the four and a half. And the total games are 20 and a half with the under minus 110 and the over minus 115. So Rory expects the underdog to perform here. Drescu is recovering from injury. Uh, it's 1 p.m. Another match we want to talk about a little bit later on as well. It's 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. It's uh, Jasmine Paolini, uh, the Italian, is up against Elena Ribichina. Uh, Ribichina is a very, very heavy favourite with bet rivers at minus 560. Uh, Paolini is plus 410. This is the evening session where, obviously, the support for the Italian will be incredible. Uh, Sean Calvert said yesterday in his report on Instagram the uh, the, re- the the support for the Italian support the players is, is insane and is going to get beat. She's going to get beat on a surface like this. Her clay court form isn't that great, and this year she's got a losing record on clay. She's only won one of her three matches and lost in the last 16 at Stuttgart and lost in the second round in Madrid. So Paulini has a, I think, looking at these odds here, minus 560 seems very, very high on Ribikina. Uh The spread is 5.5 with the Italian uh, minus 108, and the totals are 19.5. Uh, I don't know your pick here, Rory, but... Um, I'm inclined to want to bet the Italian plus five and a half. And I certainly want to play the overs at 19 and a half.
1: Yeah, I couldn't put you off that. I mean, the overs, Paulini was it plus five and a half games? That's, that could be a bet. Uh, she hasn't, I mean, well, as you say, Rebecca hasn't impressed on the clay so far at all this season. Uh, Paolini hasn't done that much of late or on clay. I don't think she's done enough to suggest that another shock will be on the cards here. She's has, She has one top 10 win in her career. That was against Sabalenka at Indian Wells last year. I mean, inclined to leave this one alone, but if you were going to have a bet, it would be certainly opposing Rybakina in some way. Um, she, yeah, she just hasn't really fired on the clay at all. And, As I said, you can hit winners at Rome, so that is in her favour. As you say, it's the late game, so it's going to be slower, which will probably help Paolini. It's not one I want to get involved in, but I can definitely see the case for backing Paolini on the handicap.
0: Yeah, I, I think the games are cheap at 19 and a half. You know, that's obviously Ribikina's got that unbelievable serve that she's going to be strong on her service games and obviously... Pauline will have the support to raise her up a little bit. And, um, you know, I think if you're going to get beat, this tournament has shown already that you're going to get people beat at heavy minus favourites and the minus money favourites. And I think is 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 a, is a vulnerable favourite tonight. So, they're the two matches this evening to uh, check the Bet Rivers website. Obviously, if you want to have a bet on those matches and you're at work or you you want to watch it on your tablet, obviously, this afternoon, you can have a bet on there and you can uh, watch it on your tablet or your mobile phone. So make sure you head to the Bet Rivers website to see the latest odds on those matches. Uh, the main show here is about looking at the Saturday's matches, though, and there's eight matches in the bottom half of the draw on Saturday in the third round in Rome. Um, it's an incredible draw in that bottom half we we did touch on it that the bottom half was easier than the top half of the draw and we, we picked a few players in the bottom half of the draw and we said you can probably bet four or five it's it's opened up incredibly. There is like literally, all, uh, Sabalenka has uh, dispi- gone from the tournament. We've lost Pegula from the tournament. Uh, we've lost uh, some big big names, and now it is wide open. So we're going to run through the card of eight matches tomorrow. The first match we're going to look at is probably one of the most difficult ones to call. Uh, a player you've, you've watched close to hand. No, I've watched close to hand. Anastasia Potapova. She's up against uh, Veronica. Kudometova. Uh Potapova is minus 107. Kudemetova is minus 117. The spread here is one and a half with Potapova receiving it at plus one, uh, minus one, 132. sorry. And the totals are 21 and a half. These two have met three times before. Uh, it's 2-1 to Kudometova. And uh, they've met twice before on clay. In 2023, only a few weeks ago in, in Madrid, a tournament, Rory was out. I don't know if he was at this game, Rory, but could Kudemetov won in two sets to one. And in Istanbul, uh, Potapova won two sets to love. Um, very, very evenly called match. have um, got the better in the last match against uh, Potapova. How do you see this one going?
1: Yeah, I was very close when we had our chat on Monday. I was close to picking Potapova for the outright, but went for Elisabetta Cotiretto. With the pair meeting in round two, and Potapova won six four six four. Um, the Italian made a lot of unforced errors. Um, she's better than that, and I think should have been closer. It wasn't. There wasn't that much in it, but uh, Potapova got it done. Yeah, I was at the Potapova for game in in Madrid. I was in the stands for that one. Kudimetsa had been in no sort of form beforehand. She should have won in straight sets, but she choked in the second. Got it back together in the decider. These slower conditions should suit Potapova. She's a great scrambler, but as I say, you can hit winners in Rome. So this could be one where, to help you, you might want to get the order of play tomorrow. If it's a kind of mid-afternoon, probably in Kudrometif's favour. If it's later or it's early in the day, possibly Potapova. As I say, it's not really slow clay. As I said, those two meetings in clay, obviously Madrid quicker. Uh, the one before was the finally in Istanbul last year, Potapov won six three six one. I don't think we'll see a repeat of that. And we know Kudemeta's form can be in and out. I think this is going to be close. Um, I'm going to go for overs on sets. I think this is going to go three. Um, so I'm going to go over two and a half sets at plus 140. There shouldn't be much to choose between the two of them.
0: So a long match Potapova against Kudryavtseva. I couldn't agree more on that one. I think that could be a very very long game. Also like the total games over twenty one a half, which is minus one thirteen. Remember the order of play isn't out yet so make sure you check the Rivers website as the day progresses to see the order of play and see the time because some of these matching to start very early 5am start eastern time so uh, you don't want to miss out on any of the picks that we give you here the next match we're going to talk about is Anna Bondar up against Kenwin Zheng a vastly improved player Zheng uh, she's up to 21 in the world rankings now. She's seeded 22 here. Minus 335, a very heavy favourite. Anna Bondar is plus 260. They've met once before in 2021 on a fast hard court. And Zheng won 6 2 in the quarterfinals. Um, you can see how impressive she is and how impressed the, the Bet Rivers odds compilers have been with Kim Kimmin Zheng. She's a minus four and a half favourite and she's minus money to win the cover of the four-and-a-half spread at minus 107. The totals here are 20 and a half. I think Kim Win jeng is a a very, very impressive player who's got some big things uh, ahead of her in her future. Um, do you agree with me, or do you want to take her on here?
1: I don't want to take her on. There's been quite a bit of hype surrounding her for the last sort of eight months and getting on for a year now that she's going to be the successor to Lina and 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 win slams. I don't quite see that yet. She is a good player. Um, her second serve can be a little bit suspect. Uh, Bondar is a tale of woe for me this year. Uh, I think I've backed her three times and she's lost all three. And uh, one in Madrid where she was 5-2 up in the third against Anna Bogdan and, and somehow lost. Um she beat Karolina Pliskova in the last round, who, of course, was the finalist two years ago. So, of course, as soon as I stop backing her, she starts winning. Um, she served seven aces to Pliskova's two in that match, which is unusual. Jeanne beat Elise Cornet in straight sets in round two. I do think this will be closer than the odds suggest. Bondar is, is a clay court specialist. These conditions will suit. So she beat Pliskova in the last round, but given my track record on Bondar this year, I think I'm going to have to leave this one alone. But I, I think Zhang will probably win, but I don't think I don't think she's a minus three three five shot.
0: No, certain. no. I mean, um, there is a hype, and I think sometimes we do get carried away with players and put too much ex- expectation on them, and also the, the market was always quite false. Behind it, I mean, I think she'll win, but at minus 335, wouldn't bet it. And four and a half seems a lot to cover. I think people looked at the the head-to-head and made it a, a very one-sided match. The next game we're going to talk about is, is very interesting for me here. And it, it sort of goes with all my sort of betting strategies of tennis betting. Uh, Taylor Townsend, um, she's ranked 168. She had a bit of problems with injuries over the years and uh, she's making a bit of a comeback now. She's come through four matches here in uh, Rome, two in the main draw, two in qualifying, and she beat Jessica Pegula, and that was a big win you know, against a Federal American, and she's up against uh, Wang here, and um, if you look at the, the head-to-head records, Wang is almost 100 places higher than Taylor Townsend, and we know Taylor Townsend is a, a quality player, but she hasn't hit the form because of her injury concerns. Um, she's a heavy favour, though, minus 148, and there is money for her, and I expect her to probably start a little bit higher than those odds. Wang is plus 120, now, it, is this a sort of uh, one of those things where we look at someone and sees the big win that she had against Pegular and think, you know, it's auto autofade. Uh, she's beaten the American number one. She'll probably be, this match will probably be out on one of the outside courts, not on the high profile courts. I'm guessing it'll probably be early as well because TV aren't really going to be interested in this match. My first reaction here is I want to take on Taylor Townsend at minus 148. Um, they met twice before in 2022. Uh, both in the same tournament, actually, in the quarterfinals, in the final, uh, Wang one six four six one, and then uh, Townsend one six three six two. Both at Charleston. No, sorry, there wasn't a Charleston. It was Charles Charlottesville, and then Charleston. I'm reading the chart. I think it was at the same tournament. I think how does that yeah. work? But anyway, it, it, my apologies. Uh, but they shared them. They shared the spoils, and both in relatively easy kind of win six four six one for Wang, and six three six two for Townsend. But my first reaction here is minus one forty eight public support coming for the American. I want to take her on.
1: Yeah, I'm going with you there. I mean, it's a great story with with Townsend. Um, Go back quite, maybe almost a decade, she was the top-ranked junior in the United States. And the US Tennis Association basically barred her from having a US Open wildcard, which she was kind of entitled to. Basically saying they wanted her to lose weight was was the issue. Uh, And so she left their setup. I think she paid to play in the US Open Juniors herself, but she left their setup. She worked under Zena Garrison for a few years. She worked under Donald Young Sr. Um, she's been sort of up and down form wise. She had a child two years ago. She did some work for Tennis Channel, and now she's playing some amazing tennis. She's had the best win of her career against Jessica Pegula. Uh, I mentioned Xiu Wang earlier. She beat Andrescu in Madrid, she also beat Begu here in Rome. And as you said, they met twice in quick succession last year. I think it was a week apart. To me, this is a pick and match. I, I can't have Townsend as, as, at that short price. And also you've got to think as well, as you say, she's played four matches already. Is she going to produce that same form? And she, she played some incredible stuff against Pegulo. I mean, anyone who's seen the highlights, you know, she was coming into the net, volleying superbly, really, really great to watch. I think Wang has shown a bit more form coming into this. The other thing about Wang, she's just started working with uh, with Nigel Sears, who formerly coached Anna Ivanovic and um, Daniela Hanchukova years back. And that seems to have really helped her game. So she's shown a bit more form coming into this tournament i think she could be on the verge of perhaps doing something quite good this season under the new coach um i'm i'm definitely keen to back wang at plus 20 here i just think she's got she's got a bit more form coming into this and i think she's perhaps more likely to keep it going
0: here in rome yeah i do like the wang auto fade whenever someone has the biggest career win of the of their life biggest career win Biggest career for the next match. Auto fade. <laughs> oh, it's something that's always profited for me. And Taylor Townsend beating Jess Pegula. I think there's only one way down for her. And I've like got Wang here at plus 120. The next match is quite an interesting one because it's a player that I bet to win the tournament. I've bet uh Beatrice had a She's uh, very short though. I didn't I didn't expect her to be as as heavy favorite as this. She's minus 139 against Magdalene. We know that Magda got to the semi finals of the Australian Open at the start of this year, but her form since then hasn't been that great. Um, clay Court form is pretty much identical, three and two, but you would say that uh, the Brazilian has got the better Clay Court form over the last few years, and she probably does deserve to be favoured, but not as high as minus, one four, uh, one, minus 139. Uh, the spread here is quite a high one. It's, uh, well, it's one and a half with uh, minus 113 for both players. And the totals are very high at 21 and a half with under the plus money outsider and over minus 130. Beatrice um, Madahad-Meyer, she hasn't had the best of clay court form this season compared to what she's seen over the recent years. Magdalene Net is a player that we, we've we spoken about on this podcast many times before, that she can she replicate the form that she showed at the Australian Open? It hasn't done so yet, but on a day she's capable of beating virtually anybody in the top 10 apart from Sviontek or, or, or the top two or three seeds. But um, this is an interesting match here. And I, I, I do want Hada Mea to win it, but uh, I wouldn't be betting it at minus 139. No. I mean, these two women
1: fell in Madrid to the teenage sensation, Mira Andreeva, the 16 year old. I think she turned 16 on the day she beat Lynette. And, um, yeah, before that, Haddad hadn't been in the best of form. She had retirement wins over Martina Trevisan and Yelena Rybakina in Stuttgart. And then she went out in double quick time to the eventual winner on Jaber. She did beat Elena Gabriela Rusa quite handily in round two, though. Lynette beat Von Drusover in Madrid. And I, I thought she had a good win over Linda Noshkova here in the previous round. Yeah, I, I know you like Haddad Meyer out, out, outright. Yeah, and, but I agree. She's short here. I think this is one which could be close. And I think it could, it's another one I think could go the distance. And over two and a half sets at plus one, three, eight, I think is a good bet. I think that's quite a big price for two players who, as we say, not in the best of form. Yeah, you'd say on history, had Ajmai a better player on clay, but I think this could be tight. Two players struggling a little bit for form.
0: Yep. Over to NT, one and a half games. It makes some interested also, but uh, over two and a half sets were Rory going all the way in that match there. Um, I think both of them will be quite tight as well because I think they'll be looking at this opportunity, and thinking if we can win this match, we, we can get to a semi final of a, a WCA 1000 event as well. Nerves do come into it in these big matches when the draw opens up. Uh, The next match here, this one here looks to me another potential shock here and Caroline Garcia at minus 190. She was someone who started the season so well in the Australian Open. She was my pick to win the Australian Open. But she's so flaky. She's so inconsistent. And you can never bet her at minus 190. She starts at 100 miles an hour. And uh, by the second set, she's slowing down and she's been found out. She has to blow opponents away. If she goes deep, I think she's vulnerable. I know she come through a long match in her last match, but uh, she's up against a real proven clay quarter here in Camilla Osario and I think the slower conditions in Rome will suit her uh, minus 190 for Caroline Garcia plus 154 for Osario the spread is two and a half totals again high at 21 and a half they've met once before number five seed Carolina Garcia won that match but it was this year in Lyon in uh, in France in her home nation and she won 6-2, 6-2 on a fast hard court now we go to a slow uh, court as well um, I think the uh, osario the, the Colombian, has a chance here. You're on mute, Rory. Sorry, mate.
1: <laughs> no problem. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I totally agree. I, Garcia was very lucky to come through in the last round. She was a breakdown in the decider against Anna Bogdan. The Romanians served for the match, but Garcia made it through 7-5. Um, I was actually just checking. I think a apart, I think she's now the highest ranked player left in the draw with Pegula and Sabalenka out. said, I like Asorio, especially on clay. i uh, not that keen on her at Mo because she knocked out one of my outright picks, Petra Martic, in the previous round. I think she can cause another upset here. She gave Sabalenka a bit of a fright in Madrid after beating Marta Kostiuk. Garcia's power does give her a chance, and we have said that you you can hit winners at Rome. Osorio can hit winners as well. She's a real fighter. As you say, if Garcia's forced deep, that's when she's vulnerable. Osorio will make her chase every ball. She'll drag out the points. She will make Garcia work. I think plus 150 for Osorio is a great price.
0: Yeah, I like that play as well. Camilla Osorio, the Colombian to beat caroline garcia someone who's always promised so much on the women's tour but never ever delivers and we hope she doesn't deliver tomorrow and we're going to go with the <laughs> south american here at plus 150 the next match is another interesting match for me um a minus 115 a, a very very promising young player up against sophie kennan now sophie kennan obviously beat um sabalenka in the last match in the last round um if you look at the two of these players, you would turn around and say Kalinda, despite being 26 years of age, is probably on the upward spiral. And Kenyon is certainly on the backward spiral after years of injury concerns, but the America has never been, um, I, I know she's, I know she's won the, 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 French open. She's been the French open. She got to the final of the French yeah. open. Well, no, she got to the final of the French open, but she's never really been a clay quarter. Has she? And, um, yeah. what price would you have been this match? if it was played, say, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think Catalina would be closer to about minus 185 or minus 190. Uh, she's minus 115 here with the American at minus 107. It goes back to my auto fade again. Do we fade Kenin here? Um, my first reaction is yes, but uh, you've done the breakdown. Tell mm-hmm. me if I'm right or tell me if I'm wrong.
1: Well, I'm going to leave this one alone. I just think there are too many unknowns. I mean, Kenan, I mean, she... I saw her in Madrid. She she got taken apart um, in the first round. Uh, who was it? By Zanevska, I think it was. Uh, Marina Zanevska. Uh, she was bageled in the first set and then lost 6-3 in the second. And with, yeah, she even struggled in the first round in Rome against Christina Buxa, the Spaniard. And then from nowhere, she produces this incredible performance to knock out the Madrid champion. And she played really well. I think as with Taylor Townsend, as we discussed discussed earlier, it's whether she can keep it going. These two have met twice this year, though, and Kenyon's won both times. So that that's in her favour, obviously. Uh, Kalanina defeated Maya Sheriff's conqueror Anna Blinkover in round two. Her clay court record is nothing to write home about. So... In in some ways, I'm actually a little bit surprised Kennan isn't the favorite. Obviously, there's recency bias with with the Sabalenka win, but the fact she's beaten Kalanina twice this season would also be in her favor. I I just I'm just not sure if Kenin can produce what she did again. You know, like as you say with the auto fade, it's kind of it's just the on recent form. You know that that performance yesterday in Sabalenka came from absolutely nowhere. And she do it again against Kalanina. I'm not sure. Kalanina, as I say, not great on clay. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to leave this one well alone.
0: So there's a difference of opinion slightly here. There's a lean for Rory towards Kenny and a lean for to be, towards Kalanina. So you make your mind up, go to the Rivers website, minus 107 for Kenny, minus 115 for Kalanina. Uh, maybe the total games could be a play here over 21 and a half. Was, you know The opinions are split between these two matches. But I just go also phase straight away, no problem. Big to big seed. We'll know, know we're going to be able to replicate that performance. Something that I've done for years and something I will continue to do uh, until I keep betting tennis. Um, we've only got two more matches to talk about. Coco Goff is now a heavy favourite up against Bus- uh, Bus- 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 Cover. Like, oh, you need I need your help on this. Some of these names. <laughs> Buskova. Um, Coco Ga- I keep always, whenever I see Coco Goff in slow conditions, I always keep, Listening to what James Blake, I hear James Blake's voice in my mind saying, The slower the better for Coco Goff. The French open the slow court, she will do her well. She'll, she'll, that's her best chance of winning a major. And he's been saying that to me for years and years and years. And since we've been doing this over a year, and uh, I've been betting Goff this week on on the basis this is a slow conditions and this could be her tournament. The draw has opened up for the American. She's got every chance now of going at least to the semi finals and probably should really given the draw she's had, she'd probably get to the final. She's a heavy favourite here at minus 360. The spread is four and a half. Uh, She's minus 122 and the overs are 20 and a half. Uh, They met once before in Cincinnati in 2022, but Goff had to retire from that match. Uh, This is the American's chance. The draws open up. She's going to break through in a tournament, a big tournament. This has got to be her chance here to make the final.
1: Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I spoke to James on, on Wednesday and uh, we went over that same sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, the, the thing that was putting me off golf for this tournament was just how poorly she played in Madrid. Well, she played poorly in one match against Paola Badosa and she lost, was it six love, six three? It was six three. I think it was six three, six love, actually, it might have been the other way around. But she absolutely destroyed Yulia Putin's saver in the first round, took an hour. She only made forty four percent of her first serves. She she did win a lot of points on second serve, but putting is normally a tricky opponent in especially in conditions like these, and she just gave her the run around. She's playing drop shots, some absolutely ferocious backhands. If she plays like this for the next week and a half, she she'll make the final. There, there's no question. And as you say, with the draw opening up like as it has, and you know I've, I've missed the what well, I think if she was like plus. 2200 at the start of the tournament this morning she was plus 1400 which even then i was tempted just given the way it's opened up the problem she's got
0: uh, though if she plays as a ranker in the final she's minus eight dollars against as, as, as not, sorry not as a ranker in you know, i've got yeah as a ranker in my next match i've got her yeah. if she plays frantic in the final she's minus eight dollars in the final or plus eight dollars in the final to peter that's the problem yeah that is the problem yeah you, you are looking at yeah, you're you're looking
1: at the place part. You know, you're you're not, you know, most each way bets you've got a chance on a win part here, you haven't. So, you know, you need to be playing probably at bigger odds to make an each way bet count if you're relying just on the place. Uh, her opponent, uh, Marie Balskova, made Pegula work in Madrid really quite hard. I think it's six, four, seven, five. She beat Katie McAnally in the previous round, which was quite a good win. But if, if Goff <laughs> plays like she did against Putin Saber, she's she's not gonna have a hope. And I think I'm all over Goff for this match. I was looking at the game spread and the one that caught my eye was Goff minus five and a half games. And that was plus 130. And I think that's, I think that's very fair. You know, you can definitely see this being a sort of six. You you need a 6-3, 6-3 for that. I I can see her doing that pretty comfortably given what we've seen so far.
0: I hope you're right. I've I've got the 2200 ticket on Goff here. Each way. So I'm looking forward to get through to that final to play Strontek, who we 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 all want to win here on the game bet match. Anyway, the final match we'll talk about is a very difficult one. It's, it's Well, from the betting perspective, Vittoria Azarenka, minus 110 against another American. Madison Keys minus 113. The spread is one and a half. Totals are 21 and a half, 4-1, the American leads in the head-to-head. But the most important factor for me is that when they met in the 2021 French Open, Azarenka won 6-2, 6-2. And I think on clay... I think as a running slow clay, I think Azarenka here represents some value at minus one ten. I, I, I'm looking to take on the Madison Keys. I'm quite surprised that the market is coming for the American. I suppose again, patriotic money and the American support is coming for Madison Keys. But in these slower conditions in Rome, I think Azarenka has got the better of her. Do uh, you agree? Or disagree? I
1: agree. I think she should be favourite. It's not a match I particularly want to get involved with. Um When they play. The funny thing is, they do tend to have a lot of lopsided sets. I was thinking about Azarenka on the game handicap, but they do have a lot of somehow a lot of six twos and six ones when they play. Um, I mean, we say about Keys on on slow clay, she did reach. I think she reached the semis at Roland Garros once, and she She's lost. Got beaten the first Stevens. round a lot of times. Once she it? has got beaten a lot in the first round a lot, and she hasn't played a lot of tennis recently. She won against Magdalena Freck. And that was her first match since Charleston. She missed Madrid. Azarenka hasn't been in brilliant form of late either. I I can't really trust either at the moment. I I do think Azarenka should be favourite, but it's not one I'm going to have a bet on.
0: A lean for me, minus 110, Azarenka. I want to take on Madison Keys. I think patriotic support. The American dollars have got got this price down to what it is. Uh, Roy, just give us a quick run-through of your official picks for well tonight and tomorrow in Rome.
1: Yep, so Marketa von Druseva against Bianca Andreescu. I'm having two bets in that one. Over two and a half sets at plus one six five and Andrescu to win at plus two two five. Anastasia Potapova against Veronica Kudemetova, I'm going for over two and a half sets at plus one forty. Jiu Wang to beat Taylor Townsend at plus one twenty. Uh, Magda Lynette against Beatrice Hadaj Meyer, I'm playing over two and a half sets at plus one three eight. I'm going for Camilla Osorio to beat Carolyn Garcia. That's plus 150. And finally, Coco Gough, minus five and a half games against Marie Balskova. And that price is plus
0: 130. So there you have it. They're the best bets on Saturday. Third round of the WTA event in Italy over in Rome. I'll be joining Sean Calvert in Rome tomorrow. Looking forward to flying over there. The weather is supposed to be terrible tomorrow. So uh, I've got to take my umbrella and wrap up. I remember, there's four ways to follow us here. On Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, you can download the podcast. So do a search of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on Twitter. And Instagram now on our handle at Because We Win, which we shared by all the fabulous uh, handicappers we have here on the network. And you can follow our journey and our story in Rome over the weekend. Uh, Rory, thank you very much for joining me. Take care and good luck with your bets. Uh, head to the Bet Rivers website, you'll see the order of play. And there's probably about 40 different markets on all these matches, which will be available tomorrow. Remember, it's an early start, 5 a.m. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.